Oh, dude. I, I was like, when I watched last night, I was like, I cannot, <laughs> we might have to do like a 45-minute Instagram live show today based on what happened. Let's go, man. I, 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 I couldn't believe some of the stuff we were seeing last night, but yes, I'm excited to talk about it. All right, so let's start off with the whole Max Scherzer ordeal. Check three times in four innings. He's talking shit to Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi's yelling to Kevin Long. John Boy does an amazing breakdown. His best one in months. It's so, so good if you haven't watched it already. Check it out on all of our social media channels, including our YouTube channel. Where do you sit on what you saw last night? Specifically Scherzer, Girardi? Yeah, let's go. I, I've been trying to formulate, like, a real opinion on this. and I, You don't and have I've, to have a real opinion. I, I have one. I have one. I, I, I don't know, man. It's hard to give this out right now because I'm going to go against, you know, what I stand for a little bit here. I think Girardi calling Scherzer out and having a mid-inning check is absolute bullshit. He knows it's bullshit. He's trying to disrupt rhythm. He said, oh, he's going to his forehead, his hair more than he has before. Well, <laughs> guys are going to be doing different stuff when they can't, you know, do things they've done before. Whether what they've done before is legal or illegal, like things are going to change a little bit. I think it was complete gamesmanship. And, in fact, I, I, I hate that managers can do that mid-ending. I don't think that should be allowed. I think they're going to change that, by the way. I really hope so because I think it's. I think it was absolute bullshit, and I think his reaction after when everyone started to like yell at him, you could tell he was like, "Man, I probably shouldn't have done that." Mm -hmm. yep. So I don't like that. I also don't think anybody needs to be like mocking the the standard umpires checking their stuff in between innings. Pitchers just go do it. Well, most like, of them have. In fairness, they mo most, most of them, them have, have, but they ha those ones haven't been getting the press, and it's been all over the place. Just go do it, and I'll say this. They did it to themselves. Pitchers did this to themselves. Yes, MLB was reactionary with how they're going to enforce, but the, the pitchers are the ones that caused this. The ones that were using bullshit are the ones that caused this. So I'm on both sides of this. I think Girardi should not be able to do what he did, and then the pitchers need to just kind of be more compliant with it until there's a better solution. All right. Am I the only one that – thought it was great for baseball what happened last night all i see all over social media is oh my god this is ruining the game you're doing there are mainstream sports shows that talked about baseball today now it might not have been in the best light but it was hilarious and it wasn't funny for max scherzer because i imagine for him it caused serious angst for one of the most intense pitchers we've ever seen a guy who is routine if it's thrown off by point zero 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 one percent is going to go throw a hissy fit and i get it it's what's made him cooperstown bound in my opinion but for the rest of it it was hilarious i'm sorry to see a guy have to take first of all when he took off his hat i was watching with my wife michelle she goes oh he's got a bald spot oh no so, i know we're gonna find out some very interesting things about some of our favorite pitchers <laughs> and then to see him take off his hat and he's got hair that looked like mine i was like Go, Max. Go. Do your thing, bro. And then when he – when it, it was almost like an NBA fight where when the, the umpire started looking at him the third time, he started throwing his hands up like, it's not me. It's not me. I, I, was, I'm, I was laughing my ass off. I thought it was hilarious. I, I could not stop laughing. I loved it. I couldn't wait to hear his explanation afterward. I didn't like the stuff where he said, hey, I needed something on my hands, sweat and rosin, and I needed to do it by rubbing my hands through my hair because I almost put a 95-mile-an-hour fastball in Alex Bohm's face. That part I didn't like. But the rest of it was hilarious, Kloof. It was hilarious. And you're right. Everybody is talking about baseball, not 
some of the better aspects or parts of the game that happened last night, but they are talking about it. So I guess that matters for something. I don't know. I, I, I think this I wish I wish we were talking more about the baseball and talking about, you know, some of these pitchers, yeah, the spin rate's down, but the stuff is still good. Yeah. That's the interesting part to me. Some of these guys are seeing the numbers down, but they're still performing. It's like, hey, you didn't you probably didn't need to use anything. Yeah. Okay. Well, so we saw another part unfold last night in Arlington where Sergio Romo, who's always been, I don't want to call him a hothead, but he's had a temper and that's okay. Good temper, as we like to say. Um, he went a step further. He pulled his pants down. He went full <laughs> Steve Lyons. Oh, thank you. My God. I, Mrs. Rose, look what Mrs. Rose just brought me. A cup of coffee. Thank you, honey. You don't want to say hi to Ploof? Yeah, come say hi. Did you want, he wants you to say hi. You can you can meet everybody in the Instagram world. This is Michelle hey, Rose. This Hello, is, you're Rose a saint. Rotation. Okay, yeah. No, no, not this one. This isn't Rose Rotation. Well, no, we're on Rose Rotation oh, Instagram, okay. so you know they know you, they know Mrs. Rose from she gives out the homework assignments. So there Love we go. Hi, can't wait to meet you and your wife and the kiddos. I can't wait either. We got to uh, schedule a dinner. Definitely. I mean, you live so close. It's ridiculous that we can't make it happen. Mm -hmm. no, we're going to make it happen. Okay, He's a very okay. busy man. Honey. Look at him. He, he's, you know, he does his male modeling on the side. Sure. I have a lot of modeling gigs. All right. Well, thank you for okay. that coffee. That was All very right. sweet have of Have a me. nice day. Okay. There's Mrs. What Rose. Flex. Get out of here with that, Chris. Now, you're you're making everybody jealous. She's just so sweet. She's the nicest. Um, and it, look, I apologize to her every day because I wake up next to her and she wakes up next to this. I mean, so seriously. Yeah, I, but you know what, dude? Your personality is hot. Not really. It's average at best. <laughs> Let's continue on with Sergio Romo. Okay. Um, was it a little overboard, or were you good with it? Uh, because it's Sergio, I thought it was hilarious. That guy can kind of do whatever he wants. He's earned <laughs> the right to do that. If that was some scrub pitcher, I would have been like, dude, chill out. But Sergio, three-time World Series champ, the guy can has earned the right to be frustrated with something like that. So I, I just, again, this whole thing is there's levels to it and there's needs to be feel with it. And I mean, I don't care that Sergio did that. I thought that was funny. I don't think that's going to continue to happen. I think that was more of like a first night thing. Hey. Oh my gosh, I can't believe we're doing that. Eventually, until we have something different, I feel like pitchers are going to get to the point where like, all right, just check me. Let's get this over with. Let me get back in the dugout. Now, listen, um, I want to see more of it. To me, those are like bat flips. Like, I want to see who can do the best one with a pitcher rendition. And I'm pulling his pants down. It caught me a little off guard. It took me back to the days of Steve Lyons, a former coworker of mine out at Fox Sports. But go YouTube it, kids, for people that haven't seen the Steve Lyons where he pulled his pants down and he didn't know he was doing it, although I always claim that Lyons knew exactly what he was doing. <laughs> um, like, Bauer goes tonight for the first time since them enforcing rules. What's going to happen with him when they check the glove? Who knows? You know what he might do? He might have a camera with him and pull it out of his back pocket and start videoing it for his vlog. I mean, look, you're right. Like that, it's going to be a spectacle. Like I'm going to tune in to the game, not because I want to see Trevor Bauer pitch, because I want to see what he's going to do when they check his glove Great. and his belt and his hat. Great. We need more entertainment, and I'm all for it. One other point before we move on. I think the umpires have done a great job here. Me too. They, did, they haven't lost their cool once. They don't want to be doing this. They don't. I, I know this for a fact. It's just something that got thrown in their lap. Do you think that dude wanted to put his fingers through Max Scherzer's hair last <laughs> night? 
<laughs> I mean, you almost have to ask for hazard pay on that one, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I know Alfonso pretty well, and he just—he's a good dude, isn't he? That yeah, that's a, that's. I mean, that's kind of gross. Like, what happened to COVID? We're, last year, you couldn't even be within even four right. miles of somebody. Yeah. Now we're all up in people's sweaty hair. Like, what are we doing? Uh, for the record, I'm okay with it, but. Oh, my gosh. It, it, it uh, took me back to elementary school when I used to get lice checks. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Now, right, I'm so, now I'm so excited to see what Bauer's going to do. He had, like, he's very calculated. I'm sure he Oh, my something. God. I'm sure. You know what he's got? This is what's going to happen. He's going to, like, undo his belt. He's going to have some Bauer logo somewhere on his person. Oh, he's like, oh, well, I have to show it. You asked me to do this. Like, that's what's going to happen. I bet you anything. After he's done and gets cleared, he will do the sword at the end to finish it off. So it's good. As long as the umpires keep laughing and having fun while doing their job that they're supposed to do, because, it, you know, we don't want anybody slipping through the cracks here with spider tack. So let's just this, make sure. Chris, this will be funny for like a few days. Yeah, well, let's then it's either it as long as we can. It's either going to be people are just going to comply with it and be fine with it. Mm -hmm. But I also think there's going to be times where pitchers are just so fr like, they had a, a really bad or shitty inning, and they're going to come up and have to get checked, and they're going to be like, "You're really checking me after I just gave up a five spot," <laughs> and they're going to get fired up. So I mean, this whole thing. You're right. There will be another chapter there. Okay, let's move on to the games. I'm um, wearing a Boston Red Sox lid today. Uh, Ploof's wearing his John Boy Media hat. Would be a good company guy. I'm wearing it in part because seven, uh, Boston improved to 7-0 and this year against the Rays and the Yankees combined. But the biggest news to come out of the Red Sox extra inning win was the number one overall prospect, Wander Franco, wowed the world. A game-tying three-run shot. He also had a double. He also had an amazing defensive play. Yeah. I know you told us yesterday, everybody, slow your roll. But you had to admit you, you were even excited. 100% I was impressed. And I think I said, like, there was – the possibility and the probability that he's going to have initial success. Then there'll be some adjustments made on him. Uh, his first at bat was awesome. Amazing. 0-2 oh, to PU. Walked him after going 0-2, showing a, a command of the strike zone, which is awesome to see. Um, he said he was sitting on a pitch when he hit that homer. So the guy is able to command the strike zone and also sit on pitches already at the big level. He did have that awesome defensive play as well. Like, it was a very, very impressive debut. And, yeah. And he looks like he belongs already. Even in the, in the ninth inning, he had a chance to win it. 3-2 uh, slider, I believe, Barnes threw him. He grounded out, hustled. And afterwards, you could just tell he was like, man, like, he was thinking about the at-bat right afterwards, trying mm -hmm. to make that adjustment. What did I do? What did I do wrong? What can I do better next time? And, like, those are the things he's going to have to do to have that sustained, continued success. But he's also, like you said the other day, he's freaking jacked. Oh, he's huge. Well, Love he's, it. his dad, yeah. there was a great video. Go find it. On, we'll put it up right now. Of his dad videoing the at-bat where he hit the home run. And we've talked about this numerous times on this show. When you see the families and everything that's involved, now you understand where Wander gets his man strength. Pops is jacked. Bro. Yeah. That was awesome. That was very cool to watch. Um, not as cool to watch. And speaking of jacked dads, I don't know if you've checked out Marcus Stroman's pops on social media. <laughs> he's, he's, got some, he's got some man muscles. 
Uh, well, unfortunately, his son got banged up. Had to leave in the second inning last night with a hip injury. The Mets are hopeful it's not serious. But guys are just falling left and right on that team. How worried are you about the NL East leaders? I mean, you're worried about the injuries, but they've kind of been overcoming those all season long, and they're still mm -hmm. in first place. Uh, hopefully, like you said, the thing with Marcus is just precautionary. He said he felt something in his hip hyperextend on one of his strides. So, you know, they're getting an MRI today, I read, and hopefully it's nothing. And he can right. come back, maybe miss, maybe he'll miss a start like, to – to make sure it's okay. Um, Lucchesi, I saw yesterday, is headed for TJ, so he's gone. Yeah. Uh, they're going to get these you guys said back. Lucchesi, right? Hmm? Casey, right. Lucchesi, I'm so bad with names. <clears throat> yeah, Joey Lucchesi. I apologize, yeah. Uh, I, I think they're going to be fine. I mean, like I said, they've been battling injuries all year, and they've done well with it. Um, I think they'll be okay. As long as, as, long as Strowman comes out of this, right. it's all right. They still have those top three dudes going. Um, they're okay. So a couple of things here. They're in the midst, I believe, of like 13 games in 11 days. They've got two double headers within a week. It, it, yeah. They've got a lot going on here. And when you have a pitcher that can't give you more than an inning, it screws up the rest of your bullpen. Familia's down. Gazelman's down. Um, th this is a kind of an APB to the Mets offense. Where have you been all year? I know you've had guys banged up. You just got McNeil back. You're getting Conforto back. Let's go, Mets. Let's go, Mets. Like, pick it up. I'm imploring this team to start winning games 8-4 to four instead of relying on this bullpen that's been nails all year and a health-challenged starting rotation. They've got the third-fewest home runs in baseball. They're, like, bottom six or seven in batting average and OPS. You looked at this lineup at the beginning of the year. You were like, this is a solid top-ten lineup. It hasn't been close to what I expected. And I know health's played a role, but – Come on, guys have been banged up left and right around baseball. You got to pick it up. It's up to the owner. yeah. I don't see anybody that's really had like a having a good year. Like Alonzo's having a decent year, seven eighty four OPS. He's got the eleven homers, but everybody else is not carrying enough weight. And no. look, Lindor needs to step it up too. He, totally, like he's got to get it going. Like he needs to be the spark for that team. Yep. So a lot of this falls on him, but the entire lineup, like you said, is struggling. Uh, but they've still been able to, you know, win ball games because of the pitching. Uh, I, I, I think they're going to be fine. I don't think the Stroman thing is going to be serious. I, everything that I read seems like it's pretty precautionary to check him out. He wanted to stay in the game. Um, he's even when he did get injured in the past, he's been able to come back very quickly. So I think uh, I think he'll be okay. Okay. Last one. Not sure if you saw on social media. <clears throat> Great video of this uh, this guy who was sitting out in the left field seats at Petco last night, and Kim was up, and he said he's going to hit it right here and held up his hand. And literally, like, five seconds later, the ball starts coming his direction. Now, it went maybe 10 feet over his head or whatever, but I was like, that was awesome. And the guy was going nuts. It was really cool. Padres won the first two of that series against their uh, Freeway 5 rivals, the Dodgers. And as a kid, before you became a big leaguer, did you ever catch a home run ball or even a foul ball? At a big league game, no. We we didn't go to a ton of uh, games, but one of our family friends had season tickets, so we would go with him, you know, once or twice a year. But his, he was, like, up uh, and far away. Like, we weren't catching any balls up there. Got it. Uh, but the I do have a memory, and I think a lot of people probably have these memories, that Little League Baseball, 
if you at my place where I played, if you got a foul ball and returned to the snack shack, you got like a little credit for like a piece of candy or something like that. So yeah. that was big game back in the day. Like you're there, that's you're good. paying attention to where the balls are going. And that's where I was like most focused. I need to get that like piece of licorice ASAP. Where'd you play? West Hills? I played at Northridge. Literally. Oh, Northridge. Uh, then North Valley. Nice. So, yeah, I was very concerned with going and getting those foul balls, though. That's good. I almost caught a foul ball off the bat of Paul Molitor. Wow. Yep. Uh, old Cleveland Stadium. We were there for Andrew Reel's first grade birthday, so this is in the late 70s. Ball comes over. It hops down one of the tunnels that you would walk in to the concourse area. I stick my hand out like this, and some adult – right in front of me, put his big paw over mine, snagged the ball. He put it in one of those plastic helmets under his seat the rest of the night. I was fish-eyeing it the whole time, wondering, should I steal it? And can we leave early if I take it? I didn't take it. And then I came this close to catching a Cal Ripken Jr. home run. Damn. Yeah. Well, we're going to fulfill your dream. Come All-Star yes. Derby. We are catching balls. Yep. Yep. Do you have a glove, like a good one that you're, you're ready with? Okay, so now when I worked at MLB Network, my buddy Robert Flores hated it when adults would bring gloves to games. No? You're okay with it? Yeah. Okay. Sometimes, you, what, if, what if you got kids? You got to protect the kids, man. But we're not bringing kids to this thing. You're not bringing your family. I'm not bringing mine. We're going solo. It's yeah, we got to protect, like, Jimmy and Jake. Like, they're our kids. We're the dads. You know that. Jake is Jake is significant. Both those guys are smaller than my kids. I got kids that are six four and six one. Man, they're they're protecting me these days. Are you kidding wait, me? So wait, do you think bringing a, a glove to a game is is no good if you're an adult? Oh no 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 no. That's Robert Flores. Yeah, uh, chill out, Robert Flores. Roflo, getting called out here on Instagram. Oh, man. bro, don't tell people he, what they can and can't do. He hates it when adults bring uh, gloves to games. Hates it. He says it's great for kids. If you're an adult, you should be able to. Catch it with your bare hands. All right, what do you have going on in John Boy Media? Uh, today, man, I am scot-free. Mm. We have an episode that premiered this morning uh, that we recorded yesterday for Talking Baseball. We go over our over-under picks uh, earlier that we did preseason. Find out who's the smartest, who's the dumbest. Um, oh God! I think it was a it was a it was a really fun episode. We went over like a lot of the teams, or almost every single team we went over. Talked about what they're doing, if they can sustain success or find success. Mm -hmm. um, but that's it, man. That's all I got today. What about you? So we uh, part of the reason I'm wearing my Boston Red Sox lid is we just released the Alex Verdugo. It's a bonus episode. Usually we don't release them on Wednesdays, but we did this week. When I tell you, it's like. 50 minutes of entertainment, just go listen. The guy is great. You heard him being mic'd up in the game against the Yankees where he's talking. He takes us behind the scenes of that entire story. Plus, the thing that, that I teased yesterday, he wants to pitch in the major leagues. No joke. We've put that clip out, so I'm not ruining anything. He wants to pitch in the major leagues. I was like, like what? Pitch, pitch? No, pitch, not like come in and mop up pitch. He wants to pitch. And he takes us through the whole thing. Okay. Do you uh, have a good arm? Oh, he was the top um, two-way player coming out of high school the year he got drafted. Hey, me too. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I should sorry. ask the pitch. Wow. Okay. 
Um, and then looking ahead, tomorrow taping Glass Now, which will be out on Friday. And then Friday taping, uh, I got a busy week, Miguel Rojas with Trey Turner. This guy. Ooh, I like Trey Turner. Yes. So it's Underrated be, Trey Turner. Yeah. It's going to be a busy few days for me. Uh, a lot of content coming out. Once again, thank everybody for making us the number one destination in baseball. We appreciate it greatly. We don't take that responsibility lightly. So there you go. Hey. All right, dude. More Mrs. Rose on the show. Ratings are going to skyrocket. Let's go. I know. She might, she might have to start making, like, biweekly appearances. Just, <laughs> you know, believe me. It's, I'm a, a lot man. of screenshots of that, Chris. A lot of screenshots saying, dang, Chris Rose outkicked the coverage. Oh, but I, we already I could have told you that without an appearance from Mrs. Rose. I didn't need – I mean, and by the way, this is, that was at 8.30 local time. Just saying. That's how she – that's how she rolls out of bed. It's remarkable to me. And she's got a 20-year-old. She's got a kid that's almost 21. You kidding me? Like I said, I think oh, Mrs. Rose. Yeah. All right. By the way, you're doing okay yourself, just to let you know. She's all right. She's all right. Not that we've met. I mean, I think you're embarrassed of you with your new partner, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, my new partner. Me. Oh. I'm not embarrassed of you. Okay. Yeah, it took you a second to think about it. Am I embarrassed or not? Maybe. <laughs> All right. Um, listen, everybody have a great day out there. Keep watching for when they're putting their hand umpires are putting hands through the hair of major league pitchers. Enjoy that. I can't <laughs> wait to see it. Uh, we're back at it again tomorrow. We'll see everybody at 1130 Eastern, 830 Pacific. Thanks for joining us. See you guys tomorrow. Later.